probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hutt. And joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. And there may not have been a father... But this guy is the daddy. It's Anakin Blywalker. <laughs> Are you joking? Anakin Have Blywalker. we never used that one? Never used Anakin Blywalker. Have we Blywalker. never used no, that one? Luke and Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. He's the daddy. Yes, lads. <laughs> okay. All right. What episode are we on? Is it 74? This is 74. Mate. The road to 100 continues, mate. 74. That is absolutely remarkable. And Matty boy, I would ask you about your week and you would normally ask me about <laughs> we, my week, we are right? people like that. Um, and the crazy thing is, mate, is uh, this show is a little bit different, Matty boy. Tell the listeners why. Because you may have just heard myself and Luke high-fiving over with a Bly pun there. We're actually in Shea Bly. For the first time, we're recording main show live together. And this is live. There is no beauty of editing here. So we're doing it together in the same room uh, because we've been uh, doing a few products, products, projects and Star Wars sessions-based fun today at Shea Bly. So we thought whilst we're here, let's bash out the main show and um, give you something organic. And for 74 shows it's taken us to get here, which is a year and a half worth of shows. Yeah, man. Well, we, we've been we've been cracking up at the stuff just because, like, this. Year, can you believe, dude? Like, we are nearly in August. Right, we're nearly in, we're nearly towards the tail end of the. We're nearly. Can in you believe autumn? That? Like, I can't believe that. Like, this year has just been a write-off for a lot of things. <laughs> and yeah. Last year was a crazy year, so you know, I, I think to finally have a show, a main show, where we are together recording it in the same room is incredible, because yep. usually that privilege is reserved for our podcast, which is yep. a Patreon exclusive. I'm going to plug it right here, right now. Guys, from $2 a month, you can be a patron. <laughs> yeah, Less than a cup of coffee at a coffee shop. Come on! Yes. Get involved. And you can check out what we've been doing this afternoon, on this Monday yep. afternoon. You'll see in a few weeks' time what we've been, what we're going to drop on Patreon and uh, we're back with a lovely bang but yeah we're here together yeah. i know luke's been good i know i've been good and today to this week's show we're we're finessing it slightly we're changing up a bit rather than having a news round section at the start with the funky big ben kenobi the entire show is a galactic news round because there's been so much stuff dropping yeah. we thought it would be best rather than to uh reel out what's happened then not talk about it let's just you know, go back to one of our shows where we discuss the news like the old days. And this is the main discussion. We've got a few bullet points to go through. And we thought you guys would want to hear what we thought. And we also wanted to hear what you thought later in the Bantina. Because we do get a lot of questions on our socials, people asking us, like, what What do you think of this? What do you think mm. of that? And I was like, do you know what? So much as we've already been DM'd and stuff about some of this stuff. And we were like, look, do you know what? I think it's worth, let's just do a show on this instead of a separate topic, like what we usually do. So this week is, as Matty Boy says, is just spicy, naughty, filthy news. <laughs> well, let's just play the Big Ben Can I Be Once anyway. Yeah. There it is, our boy For there. Sake. Here he is. Yeah. So thank you, Big Ben Kenobi. So the first thing is um, probably the biggest one, but they're also the most unsurprising. The next batch of Star Wars movies have been pushed back by one year. So rather 2022, 
24 and 26. We're now 2023, 20, 25 and 27. Uh, because of what's happening in the world right now, uh, it's probably for the best. But Lukey Boy, unsurprising news, isn't it, mate? Yeah, I, I'm not that surprised by it at all. I think it's to be expected. I think congrats. Not congrats, that's the wrong uh, word. <laughs> um, I think it's a flipping good decision mm-hmm. from Lucasfilm and Disney. You know, don't rush it and don't put people in danger just to meet deadlines. Um, you know, Disney and all of the, all of these guys have enough cash in the bank to 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 you know wait this thing out. Yep. Um, listen, I think it's a blessing in disguise. Go on, I really feel that Star Wars celebration was coming up, you know, in a few weeks' time, man. I was going to oh, be on a gonna plane be there, to LA yeah. in a few weeks, right? That hair was going to grace LA. Yeah, we, we are, and we I'm are looking at together, it as I say, right? like, <laughs> this is so weird. It's great, by the way. It's good, isn't it's it? It's great to it's be nice. opposite each other. But <laughs> no, uh, listen, I think that to give just a little bit more breathing space for story, yep. trust me, mate, I reckon Tyker... And his team, whoever's writing it, I know he's got another bloke involved in yeah, yeah. in, in uh, assisting writing this stuff. Another year writing, mate, I'd be all over that. I'd jump yeah. all over that because there was not much time to get this all done and dusted for 2022. That yeah. is ridiculous. So hopefully, in a, in my ideal idealistic head, um, you know, they already kind of had the idea of the film down on paper, yep. right? And now they can build upon that and maybe even build on what the actual trilogy could look like, the mm-hmm. rest of the trilogy, what that could look like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I think it's a very smart move on many things. And I think this is good. This is a win for Star Wars and film fans in general. What about you, Matty Boy? Uh, I think so. I'm assuming it's going to be a trilogy. Or it's just the next batch of films. But... Mm. It we it's similar to the Force Awakens when Harrison Ford decided to crash his plane. It let JJ go back, let that script breathe a little bit, rewrite a few things, and the film benefited because of it. Now you just mentioned that they're having an extra year to write the film and to flesh it out a bit. That will be invaluable because, like you said, twenty twenty two now is less than is less than eighteen months away to start the year. They they would have had they haven't cast anyone that we know of. There's no there's no one behind the scenes right like a big production team. They haven't started post production. They've got to film it. They've got to scout the locations. They've got to get the VFX started and ready. Yeah. And in what by the by the end of 2022, it's not happening. Or if it is, it's not happening very well. We're going to have a situation where we're going to have another rushed film or another rushed set of films or series. So I think it's a good it's a good um it's good for the franchise and I think secretly to be honest mate I think secretly the higher ups at Lucasfilm are probably thinking do you know what this this is good news for us too because it yeah, takes the yeah, heat yeah. off them KK uh, Reg One even Iger and um, the other geese who's spoke, whose name I've forgotten is supposed to be taken um, over him it'll come to Bob Chapek that's it Chapek yep I think whilst of course they want to get that that dollar in I think secretly they're thinking do you know what an extra year where Bro. the pressure's off we we can put the Mando out, which we know touch wood please most people. We're probably going to get a Cassian and Kenobi show before that. Probably, though. Obviously, we're hearing things about Kenobi, which aren't great. 
Um, I think I think it's good for them, and I think yeah, the higher ups are breathing a sigh of relief. But they got to use this time wisely, man. Yes, I I completely agree. They can't just sit around on this. I think writing is the key here, and you're right. I think one of the things that the higher ups at Lucasfilm and and, and Disney they they will be a sighing relief, right? Because the reason I mentioned celebration is because I felt like celebration does actually add to the pressure of trying to please the fandom. Yeah, yeah. Trying to come to an, an event with stuff, yeah. with a rough outline. Um, because, and a trailer eventually. Stuff like yeah, that. for sure, man. I don't think we would have got a trailer, but I think we would have got something. Yep. Yeah, I think a bit like in, you know, uh, Celebration Europe 2016, there oh, was yeah. a Future Filmmakers panel, right? Yes, and they, yeah, brought, yeah. they brought like a load of lads out for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I think something like that could have happened. Mm-hmm. Main focus would have been Mandalorian and other Disney Plus uh, properties. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking, mate. I think this is actually a blessing in disguise. So you mentioned Taika Waititi, though. Could it have been a Ryan Johnson trilogy? He's a busy boy. He's got Knives Out 2 coming out. But, I mean, people are assuming it's Taika's film. But we only think he's doing one film. But this is three films. What, so what are the films? Is one of them Kevin Feige's film? Is one, is one of them the start of Ryan Johnson's film? Because let's forget, his films haven't been cancelled, regardless of what people may want or believe. Ryan Johnson's films are still in the works. So these three films, was one Taika, one Kevin, and one Ryan? or were that, That's what I'm trying to work yeah, out. It's a good question. So I'm trying to work it's out is whose question. films are these. It's hard to say. Or Benioff and Weiss, they're, they're cancelled films. Yeah. Or they're ca- they're, they're, their story treatments have been kept on, but they've been thrown out. Was it something to do with what they were doing? It's hard to definitively say. Um, oh, that's a hard one, man. Because, yeah, that, that, is, that is a difficult one. Yeah, man. Um, my gut says Tyker. I'm pretty, I've I've seen someone say that um, Tyker. This was Tyker's film, mm-hmm. but it may, would make sense. I didn't that's know the about one the that's Knives been Out confirmed. Too. I don't know. I think you may have mentioned that before on the pod. Yeah, he's I, Knives I, I Out Two is has been confirmed. I mean, it's not. It's it's in the very very early stages of post of pre production of anything yet. Yeah, to the point where there's no. All we know is Daniel Craig's back. Right. So he. So Ryan and Ram might be writing that, or Ryan an Oscar-nominated screenwriter. Ryan Johnson might be writing that now. But at the same time, he does have these three Star Wars films. But he's also said that Lucasfilm are still fleshing out where they want it to go and and some of the story points. And as we've seen recently, there's been stuff going on behind the scenes with stories and scripts being rejected. And with all the hoopla surrounding the sequel trilogy, they want to get these next films right in the placement and the stories and the characters. Yeah. So I... I still think that's going on. I know we've had a we've had our uh, polite disagreements about Ryan and where where we're going, but I still think it's going to happen. My 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 but... mind hovers around Ryan, you know. Like there's, I don't have a um, absolute answer, you know. Mm-hmm. Only Sif still with an absolute. Sif still with it, which is an absolute uh, yeah. paradox. Yeah. Um, I think the yeah, I think Ryan is a very capable director. Um, what if Ryan is writing this and Taika is directing potentially the first episode? Potentially, but I'm sure. I think it was always what meant a to mix. Be, hey? Ryan was meant to be directing the first one, but they can always right, switch it up. But right, I think the, right. the success of Knives Out may also have. Well, it, there's a double-edged sword there because uh, Lucasfilm might look at that and see like Ryan has now got this demand. He's in demand, but he's yeah. also he's now got the the awards credibility he didn't win but he was nominated for knives out so he's got that behind him so he's gone up in the hollywood standings but on the other side of the coin he might think 
you know, knives out my own, because he wrote that and he, he was the brainchild behind all that was his story, everything about it. He might look at that and think, you know what? I did that all by myself. Yeah, Critical pretty, success. Pretty filth. Financial success. Award season. It got some love. Maybe, maybe this is what I want to be doing going forward. So the success mm. of Nights Out could actually go one way or the other for how Ryan does his Star Wars. Because, because again, again, he got a lot of love for Knives Out. Does he want to go back into the frying out of the frying pan into the galactic fire? Yeah, I hope he does. I don't know. Because yeah. with his for, own story, I, I, I yeah, I, I think there's a few options here. But mm. I think, yeah, I think the Taika directing, Ryan writing, maybe collab. You Imagine know, that, that could be pretty saucy. You Imagine know, and that's, that. you need someone who is writing and overlooking a trilogy, the whole, the story as a whole. And if Mister Johnson was doing that, mm-hmm. I would be over the moon. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him direct one of them. And then, you know, like I say, someone like Ty or anyone direct another one, and then somebody else. But like yes. you say, with with Ryan yes. overseeing the whole thing, he's 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 a producer who and let Tyker direct it, let Tyker execute it. Yeah, Dab. right. Hit these story points, Tyker. Like the Marvel films, you need this, this, and this to happen in your film. As for the filling, do what you think's best. Yes, but these bits what, have to happen. What what a formidable force, though. You know, force. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Because we're because well, we're in shape. Like, I've just noticed he's got a Battlefront Collector's Edition strategy guide. Yeah, bro. Like, oh, do dude. you know what my my um my lovely father-in-law got me that bad boy. Uh, yeah, boss. he's got that. Yeah, I've got a few Flame Star Wars. So I've got lots. Of, I've got Star Wars stuff just hidden everywhere. There is literally in every nook and cranny. There's a Star Wars thing. Like, falling even out. down there, you can't see it, but just above the microwave, there is a. Hang on, let me get it. What am I doing? Just standing next there. to Luke's bed. There's something that says Chewbacca. That is no, a stormtrooper cheese board. Chopping cheese board. Look at that. Right. I mean, who doesn't need a stormtrooper cheese board? No, just need a little lightsaber to and cut through it. But there you go. Behind the curtain, you're through the looking glass there, people. But yeah. um, oh, but back uh, to it. <laughs> who was that show? Uh, through the through the keyhole. That's it. Through and through. That's With, it. Um, Lloyd Grossman. Lloyd, Lloyd Grossman. Lloyd Grossman. Yes, right. And he has his own Lloyd, uh, range of. And the Americans be like, nice. "What are these guys on about?" Yeah, see, he was American. It's not TV. Huh? He was American, wasn't he? What? That's why he spoke. He spoke like that. But he'd been Lloyd, in England for so long. Lloyd, Lloyd Grossman. Lloyd, Lloyd Grossman. He was a. He did have chap. a funny accent. Yeah, he was an he? odd guy. But maybe he's directing the third film. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? So, um, next beat. Yeah, man. Next so, beat. Okay. Well, good news. I think we're saying is they've been they've been pushed back because I it think it's overall it's, it's development. It's a good news. So, so yeah. On, on to our next spicy bit of news. Uh, apparently, Donald Glover is returning mm. in a Lando Calrissian Disney Plus series. Um, this has again been blowing up uh, around the interwebs. Mm-hmm. People on the YouTube's going crazy. Going Other mad. podcasts reporting on this. Um, so our few pennies worth, Matty boy. What are you thinking there? I think out of all the solo two happening uh, shenanigans, we mentioned on our show that Crimson Dawn seems the most likely. But for a character, Donald Glover returning as Lando on paper on the surface seems the most logical and seems the most likely. Hey, he, he was recording the Carizian Chronicles in his uh, in Solo. Just show some of those, man. And um, I think that would be the the best way to go. And I guess I'd like. I think Donald Glover was charismatic. I think I think he was really good as Lando. I know a lot of people thought he was just doing an impression of Billy D, but I thought Donald Glover was really cool. As Donald Glover is really cool anyway. He doesn't need me to yeah, say he's that. He's a beefcake. Yeah. Childish Gambino is a boss, but as as his own series, I mean. 
what what could Lando be doing? When's it going to be set? Is it going to be the Calrissian Chronicles, like him doing all these daring missions? Do you know what I wouldn't wouldn't mind if it was a twelve episode series? Yeah, with four arcs of three episodes. Yeah, so it's not just like episode of the week, but you like Clone Wars used to do to get three episodes or four episode arcs, where you got three arcs of four episode, something that where it allows the story to develop over three or four episodes to. Um, to be its own mini story rather than trying to cram in Donald being a smuggler and a pirate in 25 minutes. I think it's not, you can't, you do that in animation, but other than that, it's good. I'd like to see it, but it would also be a bit like people with the Cassian series, which I'm digging the idea of Cassian, Mm -hmm. but it does also seem like as much as I can't wait for it, it is almost a bit like, you know, we great, you know, it's a, it's a character one, we know of. Once again, and I think we're going to talk about this a little bit more in uh, this show. You've got Mandalorian series. You've yep. got a Cassian Andor series. You've got a Lando series. You've got a female-led series. You've got a Kenobi series. You've got a Maulin Kira series. You've got an Ahsoka. Right. I don't buy it. Yeah, it's just so many, isn't it? I don't buy Star Wars sessions. I don't buy into it. Right. This is rubbish. There's, there's not going to be that many Star Wars TV shows on Disney. Everyone can't see them doing that. It's like Oprah. You get one. You get one. And even, even if like, even if they are all in pre-production, which they could be. Yep, which they, they, could, they be. could be. It would be a matter of survival of the fittest, yep. and I mean that, which is which is an expression that I'm not super fond of anyway, mm. especially in this in 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 this type of discussion. Mm. But like, um, I think it actually does does kind of apply because that's what happened with the other films, right? Yep. They were they were creating a Boba Fett film, didn't make it through, wasn't good yeah, enough, Josh right? Solo just kind of scraped by. Yep, just scraped mm. by. Um, and they, and they, who knows? They've, they've, they've produced loads of other stuff. I think if, let's say, if all of these were coming out, right? When are you going to release them? Like what? You're not going to release three yeah. Star Wars series in one year. No, no, no. You're not going to do that. No. That, that, that is, it sounds like a dream for fans, but you've got to market yeah, but, these but, things as but, well. But is it? The idea, is the that? idea of more content sounds great, like constant content just on a top level. You're like, oh, great. Once I finish with Lando, I can go and watch Cassian. It's coming out in a month's time. Sure. But like you say, it's oversaturation. And of course, they'd have their own separate productions. So they wouldn't be stepping on each other's toes. So I wouldn't. I don't think about the whole quality over quantity thing because they wouldn't be working together. It'd be separate production. Sure. But like you say, it, they are they are characters that we've seen before. We know their stories. Whereas Mando... We don't know his story. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know anything yeah. about it. And then they throw in that little green guy and everybody else and all the other characters. It's so special though, mate. That's it. Which is why, which is why so I, special. I don't want to touch on that too much, but which is why I hope they don't oversaturate with legacy characters in season two with Ahsoka, with Rex, with Boba Fett, Lando. with returning character Lando. I don't need that. I don't want them. I'm just putting it out there now. I don't now, want to see them. No. I want those characters. And the problem with a Lando series is it is just another character we are we are familiar with i'd still watch it i'd still be there opening day watching it and saying how great it is but it's you know we we know the character of lana what what can we learn and glean from the character that we couldn't in solo in episode five and six yeah it's so good good. um i think just thinking I, i i completely agree with you by the way but like i'm just thinking on the donald glover thing i did read online that they there's an idea that actual um 
Billy D. Williams could be returning oh, heard that, as yeah. like a narrator of the story, and then he narrates it, goes back to young Donald. That, I that like that. Sound, that's a cool no, sounding I like that. idea. There was that idea for Solo that there, apparently there was the room that never came to fruition. But obviously, yeah. that Harrison Ford would be in some like dusty cantina with old Lando. What's his name? Billy D. Old Lando. Old Billy. Yeah. And they were going to be telling a story. And it would have kind so of imagine like, it at Maz's castle. At, right? In Tackett, well, before it got blown up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it could be but that, right? It, it could be... Tiny, it would tie in the sequels to the OT, to to Solo and that era. Do you know, I'd I'd like it. I mean, they'd never get Harrison back to do anything had they done that, but that would have been cool. But he didn't need it for Solo. It may have felt a bit too on the nose. But for, for Donald, for Orlando, I think it could work. Having, having Donald Glover, uh, sorry, Lando, Billy D regaling someone or something tales yes, yes, of the Carrizian yes. Chronicles totally agree and then uh, as long as the flashback actually the transition is handled well yep I think it could be quite cool mate it, mate it's all possible it is all possible I'm just concerned that there is a Disney Plus series out there for everyone and their aunt yep. and I've expressed this already I've expressed this already in other shows I don't think it's appropriate mm-hmm. to have so many series based on characters that we already know yeah. i'd still like already... it if they did it but i hear me what too. you're saying I'd give, I'd give anything a go it's just it worries me when you're hearing so many rumors about stuff but that's all they are right now that's all they are they're yeah. only rumors it's not fact it's not it's not gospel so there we go yeah and obviously we just had the bad batch um confirm as well so kind of existing characters and we've only seen them for four episodes so we've got the bad batch coming so we forgot to mention that as well in terms of what we've got coming up there's a Bad Batch coming in, what, a year or so's time as well. So there's that on top of it on Disney+. Plus. So it's something else to add to these extra shows, but at least that one's actually been confirmed. So before we move on then, let's just say we come off the show tonight, we switch on the old uh, social media. Lando Carrizian Chronicles, confirmed by Disney and Lucasfilm. <laughs> you dig? Yeah, if I it was think... Because I don't necessarily think it la- the Lando show on its own is the issue. Mm-hmm. I think the thing I take more umbrage with is just loads of shows, like an Ahsoka show, the flipping mall show, like everyone getting a show. Like That seems crazy to me. But I do think if, if Donald Glover is up for it, which I would be, I'd be surprised if he would be down for it. I think if he's going to do it, it would be a limited run. It would mm-hmm. be one season only, maybe. There are problems with that as well. Yeah. Donald Glover is working on Atlanta in yes, a minute. For right. about, Which is one what, of the biggest shows in the, in the world year, right now. 18 months, maybe. Like People love that show. Yeah, right? so he's writing that. Has he got time to appear as Lando? I can't see him doing it, mate. So what, like I you said, when's it going to come out? Three years? So there's that. If it's confirmed, great. I'll be all there just just to see uh, Donald Glover back again yeah. and the stories he could come back with. it's three or four years' time, you know, maybe. But then That's announcing possible. it now, I, we know what Lucasfilm are like of announcing things too early. Yeah, exactly. So Exactly. Well, talking about announcing things too early, hey, how about a Maul and Kira oh, as well? Bro. There, there's there's rumour and oh. word going around that Maul and Kira are getting their own Disney Plus there's... series. But on this, we got um, we usually have our Patreon questions in the Bantina, but we've got one from Jimmy Adams, lad, which ties right into this. So we thought we'd ask, answer it now as part of this discussion. And we do have a few things to say on the actual topic there but uh, jimmy said so rumors are starting now about a lando series which would you rather had lando or the kira more series i'd much rather see kira series and watch her possibly play into the cassian series 
all this talk about women in Star Wars, and they are possibly passing on a very interesting and different female character. She's a survivor and does what she has to do to, quote-unquote, stay in it as long as you can. So, Jimmy, mate, thank you for your Patreon question, your geezer. And I'm I'm with you there, Jimmy, in terms of what would I rather see. Lando, Maul, and Kira. Just give me Kira. Have Maul in the background, but just give me the Kira show. Because like you've just said, she's a, she's a different female character. She's in the she's in the criminal underworld because she has to be because she can't get out and now she's in the grip of Maul, but she's also conflicted about what's going on with Han and she's a survivor. She isn't a warrior. She's not a she's not a Jin Erso who was brought up on the streets and she's a fighter. Ray, who is um, Ray Skywalker, and as you know, she has his power, not just anyone's. Kira, she was thrown in. She was a scrum rat and thrown into this life. She's a survivor. How they how can they show her character? And we said on the Solo Two Happened show. I would much rather have a show or a focus on Kira. Have them all in the background uh, as the as the om- omnipresent kind of um, villain or the baddie, the overarching presence. But for me, on Jimmy's question there, I dig what you say that I would rather have a Kira series or at least have her be the focus. Because as we said on a recent Patreon show, Amelia Clark would be the draw there. For a Kira and Maul show, Amelia Clark's going to be top billing. But for me, mate, I would happily see Akira focused show or have her top of an ensemble. Yes, I would agree with Jimmy's question, actually. Yeah. And I think that out of all the characters mentioned there, Kira is one that's fresh. She's new. That's we it. didn't we don't see a ton of her in solo, but we see enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think there's a lot of practical things with that. And I know you mentioned this in a, in a podcast that's either come out now or is coming out soon. Yeah. I know because we recorded it today. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out. If you're listening to this on release date, it's coming out tomorrow. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. On Thursday, it'll come out. Right. Okay. So li- listen, right. So <laughs> on, lad. I, well, I mean, we, we say pretty much the same thing. I don't think Amelia Clark is super busy. Not I don't think she's super really. busy. I think she suits TV. I think her character in Solo was awesome. Yep. I think she was one of my favourite things about Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, Surprised I think me how much I like the character. Me too, or the, or the actress within the role. Yeah, me me too, me too. I, I think the... I th- I think it'd be great. And I think there's a lot of potential there for growth. I think that you can really fill that gap of people really wanting a Crimson Dawn, Crime Syndicate yeah. style... Um, they've wanted story that for on a while. Disney Plus. They've, they've wanted that for yep. years, man. And the bounty I, hunters I and think exactly. I, I think a Kira-led show doesn't necessarily just have to be the the Kira show, yeah. right? Doesn't have to be that. But it, I think something led by her would be absolutely fantastic. But the uh, the rumor is that there's going to be a Maul and Kira show. So they're going right. for the for the tag okay. team. Remember, so- come to me on Dathomir. I'd like to see Kira on Daphomir because haven't seen it in Fallen Order. That place looks is ripe yep. for a live action yep. um, setting, but it's a Maul and Kira show. So, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, again, we touch upon this on our podcast, but in terms of the character of Maul, let's take let's take the artist from the art and all that. In terms of having someone play Maul, I would be happy to see Maul back on screen. Obviously, Sam Whip was going to voice him. I'd be happy to see Maul there because, like I say, if they had a ten. A 10-episode series. He doesn't have to be in all 10 episodes. He could be in four or five. But when he turns up, he means business. Uh, but everybody who's working for him knows the consequences of failure. I'd like that. So a Maul and Kira series, it would tie up the loose end from Solo. It'll come to me on Dathomir and we'll see what happens from then on. But obviously it's, it's now the situation about 
would that happen? Would, would a more Lankira series happen or would that be retooled somewhat? I love the idea of what you said, an overarching villain mm-hmm. in the background, just doing his doing his thing in the background. Strings, and but... I think that's how Moore operates the best, because as I mentioned in the podcast, right, you know, I don't think he's necessarily a guy you want in focus, because actually, I don't think he's super interesting. I think he works best as a, a driver of story, mm-hmm. right? You know, he is the bad guy, and he's good to bounce off of. Yeah, animation Ta- did did him well. He didn't. But, yeah. they, he, he didn't. They did him really well. And even in animation, though, like I think without all the goody, fluffy stuff going on around him, um, he's not as effective. So that's how I, I, I really feel like. Yeah, Maul could really show up in a Disney Plus series real soon, mm-hmm. real soon. And listen, we we deep we we say deep dive. We don't deep dive. We talk about a sensitive issue that's come up this weekend, right? A lot more candidly as well. Yeah. A few of you guys have tweeted us or DM'd us or commented about obviously um, the Ray Park situation that came Mm -hmm. out this weekend. So we speak about that in our pubcast um, episode for this month. And like I said, it's, it's candid and it's it's a serious discussion. We you know you know what we like as sessions. We like to have a bit of fun. We like to have a bit of bants. But you know we 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 speak about it openly, don't we? Yeah, because it's this not literally a thing to joke about. this literally plays into like this week's news, right? And this show is about this week's news, so yeah. you can't not kind of address it. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, guys. I think that character over actor every day. Yeah, there are rare. There are rare um, what, what instances word, in, instances where that's that's not necessarily the case. Exceptions, yeah, yeah. yeah there are exceptions. rare exceptions where that's not the case, but for the most part, right? Character over actor, mm-hmm. we can recast more. I said this in the podcast, right? The I don't even think Ray Park in Solo, particularly looked like how i thought more would look like in my head Mm -hmm. it sounds ridiculous to say Mm -hmm. but the way ray parker's aged and whatnot and fair play to me he's aged brilliantly right he's kept he's a buff guy he's a buff dude but like i don't think it'd be that hard to physically recast him and for there to be a problem i really really don't think there'd be an issue I mean, no. face paint, horns, dude with similar stature, bang, bish, yeah. bash, bosh. And we, we gave a couple of examples of oh, a main example who could probably take over on the podcast. Uh, so it's all on there for you guys. And like I say, we speak a lot more openly, but I, I agree with Lukey Bly. In terms of any any role, we say like, like we, we can, you can give Han Solo to old Ehrenreich. It's like, he doesn't need to do a, a Harrison Ford impression. He needs to be Han Solo. If, yep. And again, we don't know what's happening with the Ray Park situation. You know, when, when all is said and done and the dust is settled and we know the facts, because we're not here to point fingers, we don't know the facts yet, the actual facts. But um, once we know what's happening, if it turns out that Ray is part in company with Disney and Lucasfilm, they can get someone to they can get someone to put red face paint and black face paint on, put him in a robe. You know, they can, it's Sam Whitmer's doing a voice, so they're not losing out on a distinctive voice. Somebody else is doing that anyway. So it's not a big deal. It, it You know, it would be a bit different if, you know, uh, Last Jedi comes out. Daisy Ridley drops a couple of clangers, and they're thinking we can't have her in the next film. We've got to recast her. That's a different story because you know main main character sure. visual. Um, it's different. It's different. I remember when people said about recasting Leia for nine. Different context. Yeah, it's different context. But it's some people you just you can't replace some people without it clanging. Maul 
as much as I think the character's cool and what Ray Park brought to the character in The Phantom Menace with that athleticism and presence, it, you know, nothing's, nothing cannot be changed or replaced. And I think there'd be plenty of other athletic beings out there who could do the job and Sam Witwer to voice him. So whatever happens from this um, situation, you know, I trust Lucasfilm and Disney to do the right thing. But in terms of a Maul and Kira show, I like the idea of it. But like Luke said, give more focus to the fresh character of Kira because there's a lot to tap into there and there's plenty of time for her to still be alive or escape for the OT time period. So um, out of the two, though, Lando and Maul and Kira, if you've got, if you're, let's say that, say Luke, right, Luke Bly, you are CEO now of Lucasfilm, but your first thing we need, we need you to choose Lando or Kira and Maul. You've got 30 seconds, you've got three seconds to choose. Kira. Kira. Yep. And Maul or just Kira? Kira. Yep, Kira. Kira. Maul can be in it. Mm-hmm. But Kira, yep. Lando could be in it, right? Like at the time, but right, he could have Alden right. Ehrenreich in the back. Yeah, yeah, but I think Kira. I think there's yeah. a lot more to build up from it. People have a lot less mm-hmm. preconceived ideas about. People the character. love that character as well. Yeah, people man, really I, love that I, character. I think she would be a really good, and and she's a bit sneaky. Yeah, in, she's duplicitous in, somewhat. Yeah. Yes. Oh, great word. word I, th- I think. Um, yeah, I, I I think I think she'd suit that real well. Yep. Real well. Like Amelia, what about you, mate? Uh, same. Same. Amelia Clark is used to this um, long-form TV, obviously in Game of Thrones yep. and that. Yeah. Um, I, and I think, again, she, I liked the character. She has m- many, many fans uh, for good reason as well. And she'll probably die. And at some point, she'll be gone. But then, because she's not Force-sensitive, they can have her maybe go anywhere. Maybe kills her. Or they can send her to Exegol when nobody finds her. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, ma- but Vader. that's it. Or, oh, mate. Imagine if Vader got his hands there. Because we know that Han can't meet more because he doesn't believe in the Force. Yep. So it's in episode four, but mate, give me Kira trying to survive or trying to work with Maul, but at the same time, trying her hardest to, you know, get away from him, trying to work against him at the same time. And in the end, it probably cuts you a combo, come up a cropper, but there's a story to be told there, but it comes down to the question is that most women in Star Wars end up getting killed. That's um, one of the things that. though about this. We're stepping into dangerous territory. What you've just said. Han doesn't believe in the force. Yeah, Mumbo Jumbo is a whole right? hokey, hokey religion. Sorry, right. Yeah. Right. And you got more running about. Yep. Forcing people off of ships and stuff, <laughs> getting his lightsaber to him. He's a head of a crime syndicate. And as Han gains more and more experience and, and, and more of a reputation in that world. You telling me he's never heard of Darth Maul, right? So that means Darth Maul has to become more and more low-key. And, and towards Rebels, that probably something. makes sense, you know. Because he went to... But in Rebels, he's on Malachor, isn't he? So yeah. he's gone underground. But that's one of the main reasons why I always think when people people talk about Disney Plus show with Kira Han, and it's like, no, I don't think that mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Because no. like I, I actually think Han becomes very separate from the Kira thing he goes you know. he goes to Tatooine doesn't he to work for the big shot gangster yeah and Maul could have a code name because they never mention him in Solo do they they, say, they just you know who you're working for and the head of Crimson Dawn they never mention him by name so they yeah. could find ways of go of not mentioning him and not saying what his name is yeah and yeah. Alkira if she does come across Han she probably wouldn't mention Maul because Han's the sort of guy be like who's this Maul guy I'm gonna go take him out I need yeah. to find him getting skewered yeah by Maul so yeah there are there are ways around it, but I think um, um, to Wanawanga. Well, did Wanawanga changed my mind? Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. So give me a Kira series. But um, the next point, though, mate, is very much up your alley. So lead us off. Yeah, uh, Star Wars publishing 
had a panel at the online San Diego Comic Con. Obviously, conventions are off this year, but San Diego's going ahead in a virtual format, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, I put up a post on Instagram a few days ago uh, telling everyone, oh, there is a Star Wars publishing panel on the weekend. Matty Boy saw it, and Matty Boy, I know you're all about this. And as you uh, point out, I'm all about this. Did I watch it? Hell no. Um, I'm, I'm not into it. But apparently, um, I didn't miss out on much. It's a bit naff, I thought. <laughs> yeah. I said I watched it. Boring. It, it was, it was. It was it, it was nice to see all the authors because they had a they had a smattering of authors about nine authors um, a lot a lot of them obviously with something coming out soon obviously whether that's the Clone Wars stories for Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view they had Timothy Zahn there to talk about Thrawn alliances nice but they a Thrawn um, not Thrawn alliance uh, ascendancy ascendancy but they literally yeah. gave them like twenty seconds and they're like anyway thanks for so I knew up, the mate. title you did see you know more than I do I Timothy's arm got about twenty seconds before they moved on see um, what but like they, come on man but a lot of it was there was stuff dropped but it wasn't because obviously it missed out on a lot of the fanfare a lot of it was just you know how did you find writing this or what were your experiences writing this and 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 nice and cool stories from when they were writing it and how they were allowed to go into canon and pick certain things out. And I know there's one in a minute we're going to mention from Greg Park, but nothing re- major really came out of it. There's a new book coming out about uh, the lightsabers of the galaxy. So, you know, looking at all the different lightsabers and uh, their designs and how they work. And there's some kids, children's books coming out. Uh, the, the Clone Wars short stories, which are adapted from the episodes. From a certain point of view, Empire Strikes Back series, which we knew about anyway. And they can't give any details about the stories necessarily, as is start the Lucasfilm way. Here's a product, but we so can't re- tell you so about really, it. we only got a few seconds worth of actually valuable information. It wasn't, yeah. I mean, to be honest, there's nothing that we didn't already know, uh, but there was a, there was a few like spicy little tidbits dropped. But again, nothing major. Like Greg Park, who's writing the new Darth Vader, Star Wars Darth Vader line, he's a uh, he says that the second arc, which is upcoming, the next arc, he said it ties into Episode Nine in a huge way. And he said he can't believe that they're allowed to do it. And I know what you think about comics and tying things in via that, but um, Palpatine, basically, this, the short form is Vader thinks he's pulled a fast one over Palpatine. He thinks, you know, he's he's trying to make Palpatine believe that he's back in line. He's dark side through and through, but Pal- Palps knows the score. Palps knows that Vader isn't, he's conflicted and that there's, Vader's going to end up going the way he does. Um, so Palps has got a plan for Vader. We don't know what it is, but somehow I'm assuming it's got something to do with Exegol or a Wayfinder. But it ties into episode nine in a huge way. That's cool. And those Darth Vader lines That's cool. have always been the best ones. And not because we're Vader fanboys, oh what a beefcake dressed in leather. But those Vader ones have always been the best some of them have been a bit you know, some of the things they storylines have been a bit um naff. But they've always given us something pretty decent and diving into Vader. So this one, if it ties into nine, I know it's in a comic book form, buddy, but do you do you like that connectivity that they're yeah. trying to connect the two eras? I like it as long as it's not too momentous or massive, mm-hmm. because I always think moments like that should be on screen. Yep. Um, but I think I I think if the canon is tying in 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 a in like a really lovely creative way, mm-hmm. then yeah. Why not? And, and yes, it, I, I probably would pick it up. What do you reckon? What 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 could tie in in a big way between Vader Nine and Palpatine? It's it's got to be to do with the con- contingency plan, you know, mm. something like that. Um, maybe prepping for a betrayal from Vader. Uh, may, show, may, yeah. Maybe um, organizing his 
Sith followers, so to speak. Dude, being like, Sith guys, eternal, just prepare yeah. to like resurrect me, and this is how I think you'd do it, Ooh. right? Something like that. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe, maybe he didn't even. Maybe yeah, just in case he because the contingency was based on his death, which he because I of get saw that happening. vibe, man. I get that vibe. How that cool that be? knew what was going down, man. Like he he prepped for his return. Yeah, the contingency was all about whether he, if I sequels. die, the, the empire goes down with me. Yeah, but it was also about sending people to the unknown regions to start again. But if the production exactly. line on Exegol has already started and the Sith Eternal. Are in place. Oh, that's got that's exciting. Uh, that is exciting, filth, dude. That is, that is that is naughty. The idea of him getting his minions together on there, on the and actually finding out because the Sith Eternal, we only found that out from the visual dictionary. Like, oh, those chanting goons were called the Eternal, and they've been there for thirty years. But were they there all along? Were they planted by Palps? This could be a great way. And for me, though, it's momentous, but it isn't shattering. So, like for people who like the Rise of Skywalker. I still don't. I still think they can enjoy the film and not have to read this comic to find out how the Sith Eternal came to be. I just think this comic book will uh, elevate the, that moment in the Rise of Skywalker, which is what good canon should do. It should be a case of when you watch the Rise of Skywalker, you should now think. I remember reading about that. I know how those guys got there, and it was yep. epic. So, yeah, yep. uh, interesting. Good chat, though, buddy. No, 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 no. Thanks for the question, man. And I think that is the good bit of news to come out of that. Other than that, not much spice. Nothing that we didn't already know. Nothing about the High Republic, really. It's coming out next year. Still excited for that. Um, I wanted to Neither know more about, there. from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back, because I cannot wait for that. It's one of my favourite canon books ever, yep. from a certain point yep. of view. The 40 short stories about the background characters in A New Hope. I know it sounds, to some who haven't read it, it sounds like, huh? But there were stories of, like, Bail Organa going back to Alderaan and speaking of Queen Breha, and then the moment happens when yeah, something something cool. in the sky... And it's their last moments before Alderaan blows that up. Is it's pretty cool. It's wicked the way that they do it. And then there's some other ones that were a bit rubbish. But I can't wait to see what they do with Empire, mate. But yeah, in terms of publishing, Comic Con at home, it was good fun, but there was nothing really big to come out it's of it. It's impressive that they're doing that. But like like you said, I think that, yeah, uh, meh. Meh. Apart, yeah, from, yeah. apart from that, it was okay. But fortunately, we're in lockdown. It's not like we have an abundance of stuff to do right now, no. right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, on, on to the next thing. We, we mostly talk about this in our podcasts uh-huh. um, for, for this month, but it's probably worth a, a cheeky little mention, mm. a quick mention here. Uh, Star Wars Squadr- uh, Squadrons. Squ- Squadrons. <laughs> Squared. Any um, squadrons? Any? Little any? <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, well, that's, well, there's, a, there's a hint there, boys, as well. Oh, mate, yeah, you love it, boys. Um, No, Star Wars Squadrons Beta was released this month. We can't say who and what and when, but there is a friend of the podcast. He's been playing it. Overall, we, we talk about it and summarize it more in this month's podcast, right? So I don't want to tread on that too much. Mm-hmm. But overall, seems good, looks good plays good mm-hmm. online seems good right so i'm i'm pretty excited for that and for 30 quid you know what is that in us like 35 bucks or something maybe, maybe yeah. even 30 bucks i'll sell it for yep. i don't know it seems like i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna pick this game up yep. cross platform like i say so that's you can, sick you can play your buddies on xbox you play your buddies on pc 30 Future, 30 mate. nicker 30 buck that is a sweet deal. And like I said, it, it, it's not getting supported any more than... So when you buy the game, that is it. We're not getting any extra stuff, any extra maps. So We've got to support our team, man. Yeah, Star Wars, so, FC, and the, and man. We're going to have the session squad on there in the in the war room strategizing. But yeah, everything that um, our buddy said was... Um, 
it sounded good it, by the sounds of it and all the other reviews I've read on YouTube have been pretty positive and people are saying you know what it's as good as I hoped it was going to be but I want to see more but I'm fair enough and I'm fine with that it was only it's a beta it's a closed beta it's only a small it's only a small thing so from what I heard though mate I'm um, pretty happy with that but like we say we do go into it on on podcast so to that to the person who gave us info we salute you we yeah cheeky little wink yeah cheeky salute and cheeky Cheeky kiss on the cheek. I will do it, yeah. and it's all like a what's it called a forearm bump in yeah, social a, distancing. A, a foot, a foot tap. That's it under the table. Yeah. Um, so the last thing we got was very, very small thing that I thought very might as well mentioned for a laugh because we mentioned Colin Trevorrow quite a lot on this and at Comic Con at home he uh, was being interviewed and he mentioned episode nine and he said it was co- it was a bit traumatic being booted off. Because of the reasons why, because he'd spent so long doing it, which we still don't know why. No, time. yeah, with creative differences and all that. But what he said that? because he came, because he dreamt of it as a kid, and he'd spent so long dreaming about it to obviously have that chance. But then he said traumatic in the sense that you know it was a bummer for his career. But look, he's gone on to do Jurassic World and Jurassic World Three. He's doing it right for himself and the book. Of he Henry. didn't do the second one, did he? The, no, the that dude was from the Revenant J. A. Bayona did that. Did that, right? did that yeah, it's no different guy. He did the A Monster Calls. J. Right. A. Bayona did, which was a good film with Felicity Jones. But um, so on this interview, Colin Trevorrow just pulled out a little toy he's got, which him and his he, he and his son came up with the idea for, and it was a Thai Marauder, which is one of the ships that was going to be in Episode Nine, Jewel of the Fates. Had he done it, and I just wanted to ask Lukey Boy. What did you think of the Marauder I design? Think, I think the Marauder design seems a bit crazy, but I'm not on because it's it's basically like three cockpits yeah. on the edge of like so you've got a tie cockpit in the middle, wing, yep. tie cockpit on each end of, yep. of each wing, right? So you've got like three cockpits. <laughs> seems a bit mental, it's a bit OTT, excessive, seems a bit isn't it? Crazy. Like, what is the use of that, right? What is the benefit of something like that? However, seeing it in action might be dope. Yep. It might be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. What I will say is, though, is once again, this shows us how much in development this film was. Yep. And they have his um, his ship at Galaxy's Edge, don't they, as well? Yeah. An actual one there. That's crazy, mate. Mm-hmm. That is yep. crazy. And that's the only thing. And the more that we sit on Jewel of the Fates, the more I am a little bit like, man, I kind of wish we got to see that. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish we got to see that. And I know we, we got a message from our boy, David Dunn. Yeah, yeah, top yeah, lad. And and because we shouted out Jewel of the Fates, the Canadian Dame, Jamie Dews, yep. um, Jewel Dura. of the Fates podcast, Dura, <laughs> go listen to Jewel of the Fates um, audio drama because it kills it. It's finished it kills, now, isn't it? The run's yeah, finished. So that's right. You can binge it all. Binge it all, guys. Honestly, it's tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anyway, the Marauder, bit crazy, but Colin Trevorrow and Star Wars, you know, it weren't meant to be. But there, there we go, mate. There we go. So that was basically, that was the news today. So a bit unsurprising with the films being pushed back. Disney Plus, everyone gets one. But Luke and myself would love a Kira one. Publishing, not so much, but it was still fun to see. And Colin Trevorrow is still traumatised by his exit. Lad. Hi, I'm Ken Absock, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Oh, now, after that, my friend, uh, let's crack open a cold one, because there's a dusty old Bantina just outside, shall we? Did you want a cold one? Yeah, if you're offering. I'm not joking. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, let's it's the first on one. It's the first one. Hang on. Did you want a Stella, or did you want a cold Nuki Brown? Oh, you naughty boy. Uh, that's a big boy one. It's a big boy beer. Hang on, I've got a collection. Yeah, I've got a Stella Lager. A Weller. There's some Elmley Double Cream. 
You like clothes, don't you? I don't mind, dude. I have to be in the mood, though. Okay. I have to be in the mood. What, what are you thinking so far? How low is it? Um, do you know what? I think I'll have a brown ale if that's right, mate. Yeah. I've only ever had one, Mike. Are you going for the Absolutely. Yeah. Are you going for the Peculiar or are you going for the Stella? Going for the Stella. Nice, it's what a lad. It's summer. I, I rarely I drink uh, her. As I said, we can't tell you where the Bantina is because otherwise we'd be swarmed by people, but... There, give us the nuki. There we go. So, so Matty Boy literally has a collection of drinks on that table. Right <laughs> Non-alcoholic, non apart from he, one. He, he's got a Dr. Popper, <laughs> Dr. Pepper, a water, and he's now got a nuki, nuki brown. Oh, thank you, mate. Which is affectionately it's known. It's cold. It's dog, apparently. By those in the know, this, this beer is known as a dog. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting to see a man about a dog. Dog. Oh, I see. It was the Geordies, which is a term for people up north in Newcastle. They used to tell oh, their shout out to Star Wars. Star Wars, Pete up there. They uh, used that as an excuse to their wives so they can go into the pub. I'm off to like see dags? a man about a dog. He like dags, dags. Um So here we are in a bantina, and as we do in a bantina, we like to sit down. We like to have a couple of kef beers with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. And we wanted to uh, find out what you thought of the main discussion topic, which was the news this week. So uh, what have we got first, big boy? Yeah, yeah, I was just off guard there, mate, because I'm just in my element. I'm happy we are in an actual Bantina together, drinking, oh. you know. My flat counts as a Bantina, right? This is, this is like Bantina HQ. This is, right? mate. This is Bantina oh, 24-7, bruv. Awesome. Nice. Um, yeah, so to lead us off, we have a fantastic voicemail from Matilda Backland from Sweden. Let's hear it. Hello, this is Matilda from Sweden. I was actually really positive when I heard about the delay of the new Star Wars movies or the trilogy, I presume. Because I think that with more time, they can work a lot more on the character building, for example, or the storyline, or the universe itself, or many other things, to make the movies as great as possible. So I think they are well worth waiting for. It's a good thing. Fantastic. Nice. Thank you for sending that in, what Matilda. A what a voice. And it's funny, right? So Matilda has lived in Australia, and I'm pretty sure she said America as well. She's lived in English-speaking countries. But what's, of the world. what's crazy is, and I know Swedish people speak phenomenal English yes, anyway. Most they, but Nordic, they have that inflection usually. They do. They're, most Scandinavian Lovely people accent. speak brilliant mm. English anyway. But like, her accent almost sounded Britannic. I thought, it sounds, I thought it was very it sounds UK. I was like, you've not lived in the UK before. I was like, no. Very well spoken, Matilda. That's it, mate. That's it. Uh, but yeah, thank you for sending that in, Matilda. Completely agree with that. Yeah. And I'm pretty positive about it. It's a sensible move on a lot of accounts. And I think the winner from this is the fans. Yep. So, Matilda, thank you for that. And please do send some more in for that wonderful accent. Uh, and the written uh, messages, we've got Paddy Harvey, who said, I'm looking forward to how they make Kira her own character how she becomes Maul's apprentice and what that means. Sis Slayer, what a ledge. He says, I would like to see what became of Kira and Maul after the events of Solo. It would be great to learn about Maul's journey from the time on Solo and Clone Wars, Clone Wars Season 7 until he reappears in Rebels. Personally, I'd be okay with a Lando spin-off show, but I'd just be as okay if it didn't happen. I feel like we know everything there is to know about Lando as a character. He's charming, he's fun, like Luke Bly, but not very interesting, unlike Luke Bly. 
As for the movies, I'd rather they delayed them and took their time with them and give us something epic that reunites the fandom rather than rush in and have history repeat itself. If the next trilogy fails, I have serious concerns about the future of the franchise. And patron Emily Bonner said, A Lando series would be great and all, but... Where's that Obi-Wan series y'all have been telling us about Disney? Come on. Good shout, guys. Thank good you. Good shout. Good yep. shout. All good opinions. It's in trouble. There's a lot of filth in there. Uh, Dan Alex Hales said this. Out of anything, I'd love to see this more Kira series. As I think there is a lot to be explored, especially with Kira. Amen. And seeing if she eventually takes command of Crimson Dawn and strands more on Malachor Ooh. for him to be there for the season two finale of Twilight of the Apprentice. Naughty. What That's a good show. A incredible thought. Danny boy. I know, what a king. I'm also looking forward to the High Republic era as there's a lot to explore there for sure. How awesome was That's that? That's a great show. And it tie again, connectivity, it ties in. So good. Oh, mate. And if um, Kira doesn't die, but she ends up stranded more on Malachor, what a power move. She might just get sniped or something. <laughs> uh, Joe Caster Who said, I'm all in for a Kira story. And Johnny Olive said, it's sad that the next batch of movies are delayed, but understandable. And unlike the past, we'll have plenty of content to keep us entertained in the meantime. With Mandalorian Season 2 and 3... Bad Batch, the rumoured Rebel sequel, High Republic books, Obi-Wan and Cassian shows. As for the many rumours surrounding Solo sequels and spin-offs, I say, yes please, to a mini Solo connected universe. Great comment, Johnny Boy, are you king? Nice one, guys. Uh, and to end off the comments, we've got a voice message from the Northern Hunk himself. Ant shot first. What have we got to say? <laughs> Hey guys, just a couple of quick thoughts on the recent announcements. I think the Lando show sounds like a really good idea. I think that character lends himself well to the storytelling nature of The Mandalorian, where we got this kind of split between self-contained episodes and ones that fed more into a larger narrative. I think him going around the galaxy, just being a smooth guy, swindling and smuggling sounds like a fun time. I don't really know what to expect as much of the Kira Mull show, but I'm excited to see where it goes. As far as the movies being delayed, I don't mind that at all. I think Lucasfilm are obviously having to deal with unprecedented times like we all are at the minute. And I think their priority should be making sure the creator's vision is fully realized and not having to sacrifice any of that for the sake of arbitrary deadlines. And I think this is a time to be excited as a Star Wars fan. Some of my favorite memories, 2014, 2015, in the build-up to The Force Awakens were because we hadn't had a Star Wars movie in so long. And theorizing with my friends and listening to podcasts and getting hyped, it's its all part of the experience. So be excited, get hyped, look forward to the new films. Yep, cheers mate for that. And again, very similar to, to what we've said, other than you're not sure what to expect from Maul and Kira. And, but the like Matilda said, like Luke said, the idea of the film being pushed back is a very good idea. Though Ant's more up to the Lando series than we are. So Ant... Mate, thank you again for gracing us with your tones, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks for sending all those spicy messages in, gangsters. This is madness. 
the best podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From two dollars a month is all it is. Best podcast. Hello there. Best podcast. Best podcast. Roger, Roger. Best podcast. That's right, people. From as little as two dollars a month for less than a cup of coffee at a coffee shop, you can listen to amazing content, extra shows from both Matt and I, and a cheeky podcasts. Honestly, this is the deal of the century. Nice, spicy, tidy. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. It's the best podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars Sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From $2 a month is all it is. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. In the next section of the But About Bantina, we have our cheeky Patreon questions, don't we, mate? Mm-hmm. So, on a certain tier, which I always forget, three dollar tier, three dollar tier. This is where the fun begins. This is this where the fun begins. Oh yeah, the two dollars called hello there, hello there. Oh, well, great. Yeah, our Patreon. I'm going to say again, our Patreon is Revenge of the Sith themed. So go look at it just for that. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars. Sign up at the another Happy Landing tier, please. Yeah. That's yeah. three thousand dollars. Yeah, we <laughs> added that in for the bands. I'm telling you, mate, someone's going to do it one day, and we'll have to. And basically, if you sign up for that tier. We will go to any pub in the world and record a main show with you and probably buy you a drink with the money you've spent. Yes, it's going to happen, guys. Mm. It's going to happen. So, yeah, our first question in this section, uh, it comes from the King of Wales. It's Luke Summerfield. Um, He asks or says, you've got £50 to spend in Nerdbase. What Mm. are you buying? doesn't have to be all Star Wars related. Hashtag Palpatine would love a trip to Essex. Yeah, uh, you would. You don't. You don't. Oh, yeah. uh, Matty boy, fifty quid in nerd base. What were um, you, you um, spending your uh, bunts on? I'm trying to. I can imagine Pal bowling it through Baz Vegas on a Saturday night in that robe, in those red robes of exit. No, it'd be at Unit Seven Saturday <laughs> night, mate. <laughs> That's it. Having it large. Having the creams in the afternoon. Uh, sprinkles. Um, well, for nerd base, for those who aren't aware, is a geek shop in Essex. It's it sells merch and collectibles. Fifty quid to spend for me. Um, uh, without not being Star Wars related, I've seen they've got some wicked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toys, Hero Turtle toys from the 80s, which is what I used to collect when I was a boy. When I was a kid, I used to get turtle toys. When I was a kid, it was all about Ghostbusters and Turtles toys at home. So I'd spend it on some nostalgic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys, or for Star Wars, uh, probably if I, the, the best like figure I could get of maybe Ray or something, that £50 goodbye. Nice, good you, choice, man. man. Um, so I would probably, uh, in in inspired by our boy um, Burnt, actually. Yep, good lad. Um, EA Win, EA Win, EA Win, EA Win. I think it's uh, Burnt. Yep. Um, <laughs> what a king, Austrian king of Austria. King, that's it. That's it. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I'd be tempted to actually pick up some Star Wars Legion. You know, and have a mm. little, you know, get into the old miniatures stuff, mm-hmm. painting. I'd probably invest in some X-Wing as well, like the min- the miniature game, Star Wars X-Wing, because I like a bit of that. Um, and other than that, I really like the obscure Star Wars figures. 
Um, the old school ones. The old school nice. ones. I'd pick up maybe a ship. I mean, I'm at this point, I'm already over the, the 50 quid. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm putting in the more money. walking in, we're over 50 quid. And I really love Stranger Things toys. You're a, a big su- fan of that show, aren't you? Yes. It's mm. one of the best shows ever made, mate. Don't at me. Better than Mando? It's different. <laughs> it's different. It's very different. Isn't it? It's and different. It's longer. It's different. Um... Yeah, I I love that show though. I love that. So yeah, I'd probably pick up something Stranger Things related as well. Sweet. No, guys. Well, if you had fifty pound to spend in a specialist geek pop culture collectible merch store, what would you guys be buying? King of Wales. What would you be buying? I'm assuming a Palpatine robe of some sort. Um, speaking of burnt, we've got a uh, question. Or say, it's a recommendation from Burnt Schoenbichler. And he said, uh, have you seen the live chat by J.W. Rinsler a few days back? And he's given us the YouTube link. He's the author of the well-loved Making of OT books, which are must-reads for all OT fans. He's been working for Lucasfilm since, from 2001 to 2016. In his deleted blog called The Rise and Fall of Star Wars, he talked about the transitioning period after Disney bought LFL. Uh, it would be grand if you could shine a little light on his on this man and his work, maybe for a future episode. Now, those uh, obviously we can't show everyone the link now, but Burn, yes, I have been on that link, and uh, those making of OT books are so good because we've got we get the art of books for everything now. We're getting the art of Galaxy's Edge that was actually revealed at the publishing panel. The art of Galaxy's Edge. I know Edge. that looks pretty cool. That looks pretty. And yeah, I love no, those art of books, and I'm I'm looking at Luke's Force Awakens one. I've got all of them at home. Hell yeah. I love that. There's one, for, there's one for Rebels. There's one for Fallen Order. But the OT ones, because it's a different era. Yeah. And yep. I agree. They are must-reads for all OT fans. And what we'll do is we'll, um, like we can link to uh, Burns uh, YouTube link for this for JW Rinsler's uh, live chat. Because it's well worth a watch. It, it gives a lot of insight into the making of those books and just how much effort and how much love that he put into that. So um, in terms of a future episode... I've been thinking about something like that, like Doug Chang, J.W. Rinsler, uh, Ralph McQuarrie, the art of Star Wars. Yeah, they're, they're all good stuff. I think the art of books are some of my favourite stuff that's yep. been published, man. The good coffee table books, yep. good for Sunday afternoon, having a cheeky read on, on the on the um, Sean, chair, the you know, my yellow chair. Over there. Yeah, you know. I, I, I genuinely enjoy just sitting back and, and going through it because it's in it's inspiring, the, tr- yeah. the truth is. Um, yeah, they're, they're some of my favourite things from that. But yeah, I, I, I think Matty Boy's kind of already covered, covered this, especially because this is more, to be honest, your thing. Because it's a book. Yeah, they Star Wars yeah, books. I, I mean, Matty Boy, books, no, yeah. Matty Boy does. It's just Star Wars books usually novels, aren't my thing. Thing. Yeah. Novels, yeah, you rarely see see all the novels that are there. They're all hourly. Right? I don't. Well. Yeah, and actually, some of those are her dad's. Right, Altrius nice. Duad and Tina. So my wife is named after a character in one of her dad's books. Nice. Right? So nice. that's why her, her name is weird, right? Arily, right? So that's uh, that's that nice. one, Altrius Duad. Um, but yeah, all of those novels, they're all hourlys, and mm. then. Yeah, like I was saying to Matty, with mine, mine's all photography, architecture, history, and um, other books. Yeah. Is it Aftermath? Oh, no, sorry, yeah. And, and Vogue as well. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, and Vogue. Yeah, yeah. Vogue. Pose. And in between that, there is uh, Imperial Death Star <laughs> book as well, which is, <laughs> is King actually. So. Yeah, lodged <laughs> between a photography yeah. book and some Vogue yeah, book. So I've got you, a... you can be as academic, academic as you want, but it always comes back to the Hammond Sky to how to build a Death Star. Love it, mate. So, um, Love it. We mentioned Patreon earlier on. If you want to check out our Patreon, you can do and see what we're offering at the tiers. It's patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Check out our podcast 
podcast where we're talking about recent events. Check out the jibber jab of Jabba the Hupper. I'm talking about going back and talking about the Force Awakens speculation pre-release and uh, the Journal of Luke Blywalker. And Luke, what are you talking about this month? Uh, in the uh, journal, in the cheeky journal, I talk about um, fan influence in the community. Um, and I try and do as best as I can. I try to stay on topic as best as I can uh, about that. And, and it's generally in Star Wars. And it, 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 it's, it's a nice little show. I've already had a few, few good um, little feedback comments on that. But guys, if, if you were to sign up tomorrow for $2, right? If you're in the UK, that's £1 something. Do you know what I mean? You can't even get a coffee and a sausage roll from Greg's for that. Not anymore. You can't Do you know make- what I mean? So... Listen, yeah, consider doing it because there is now hours of content on there and there is, mm-hmm. a, it's only going to increase, guys. Dozens only of going hours. To, you know, we, we are working hard to, to try and up it and, uh, hopefully you guys are, 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 are seeing that it's worth it. So thank you for everyone who does support us. And if you do listen to the show, give it a consideration. We know that all of you can't always afford, uh, to, to do this. So it's only when it's reasonable, only if you've got the spare cash line around, please, uh, consider supporting us. You know, it, it mean, it means a lot yeah and we're dropping a we're dropping something sweet again next month which is going to be as i mentioned we mentioned more regular than it has been but we're dropping the next month and we'll, we'll, we'll get those uh, details out shortly but uh, before we move on lukey boy discord t public where can people talk to us and buy our stuff if you want to talk to us on our amazing star wars group chat which is a discord server dm us on twitter and instagram or email us if you want yeah. and uh, we'll give you a link to join our server and you come on and we talk there every day and it's all banner it's all good laughs what about the tea public mate boy uh, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash star wars sessions you can buy hoodies t-shirts anything merch related with our logo on you can buy it and for those who have been buying and sending us pictures or wearing our t-shirts on a boat in the mediterranean Dimsky, Dimsky. Lads. <laughs> thank you so much guys and we appreciate like all bond. the pictures it does look like a belgian, belgian bond the belgian bond mate <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah guys thank you so much for sending those pictures we appreciate it. it's still surreal but guys we appreciate all of your love and support so uh, the Bantina we bid you farewell for this week but I am going to take this beer with me hi this is Jamie Dew from the Duel of the Fates audio series and you are listening to Star Wars Sessions probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast <laughs> It's the Star Wars Sessions game! There's the music, there's those dulcet, silky tones, and it's the game. And it's my turn to host. Uh, Luke, do you want to know what game we're playing this week? Yeah, mate. It's called the Socially Distant Sessions. Because over here in the ironic, UK, ironic. Oh, well, this is like the least socially distance of him. <laughs> we are still a right. metre apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have been all day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the uh, so basically in the UK and around the world, most places anyway, when the lockdown restrictions are they're easing off a bit as long as you wear a mask, and people are allowed out again. So the question for Luke Bly is: I'm going to give you some characters, and you've got to tell me where would you take them. Ooh. These guys have been gagging to go out for a long time. You know, they've been stuck inside their their penthouses, their ships, their outhouses, and they naughty. And you've got to take them out somewhere. So here we go. Cue the music, Luke. Here's a few characters. Where would you take them? Yes, Grand Moff Tarkin. 
Grand Moff Tarkin. A new hope era. Listen, mate. Grand Moff Tarkin needs to see a bit of the real universe. Yeah, he needs he needs leveling out. Right? He needs uh he needs to see how the real working class people are, right? That's so it. I'm taking him down Basildon Town Centre, <laughs> and I. I'm I'm t- I'm going, come on, Moff. Come over here, mate. And Will we're Huff. going Yeah, we're gonna go for a little walk down uh, the bus station. I might take him to Taco Bell. Nice. nice. You know, grab a taco. You can take Tuesdays. him to Death Starbucks. Yeah, he'd love that. <laughs> he'd be like, you may fire when ready. Um, it'll be all over that. Yeah, I might take him to the little comic book shop over in Eastgate in Baz. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll probably take him to Beehive on a Saturday night for some karaoke. <laughs> Get a few beers down him, and then he'll start crying, I'd imagine, like having yeah. a breakdown. He seems to type Over, why are you like the way you are, Moff? And then you, you find out it's daddy issues, probably. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. I'll get that, yeah. I understand. Okay, uh, next one would be the uh, protagonist of Jedi Fallen Order, Cal Kestis. Cal? Mm. Where would I take Cal? To, Pe- the, to the seaside. Oh, because he, he, seems like, he seems like a good boy, man. He mm. seems like I'd have a good time with him, you know? Go... Mm. Maybe do a bit of shopping. Maybe go down to pier, get some seafood together. Like um, yeah, maybe some fish and chippies, mm. you know. And ma- or maybe even a weekend away somewhere in Europe. He'd like that. Prague. He seems like yeah. Crack off, yeah. Crack yeah, on come on. Off. Yeah, we can get Dimsky involved. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's meeting us over there. I'll be there. The Sean Hudson's coming. That's My it. brother's coming. My brother knows Crack off like the back of his hand. He's Jessup's been so going times. there to start a fight. Yeah, he is. He loves it. Uh, Katie, you're coming along as well. Yeah, Katie's going to fly along out. There, that's it. Yeah. Great, great squad. Because I think there was a few people... been a load of us. Yeah, a few people said that you could cosplay as Cal Kestis, which has always made my life complete. Mate, it could happen one day. It needs to. It uh, could th- happen. The next one. Uh, she's an English rose. Where would you take her? Ray. Oh, Ray. Uh, Ray likes... Um, I'll probably take her up to the Lake District. <laughs> Well, she likes it. She's like, never, never been, never seen this much green in in my whole life. You know, and be like, I know, I know, I've done good, innit? Nice, innit? She'll be like, she'll be like, wow, I've never seen this much. It does remind me a little bit of a planet. Yeah, all right, love, calm down. down, It's this is the Lake District. It's slightly different. Yeah, I'll take her there because she'd love all the green. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you would love a bit of green. Um, <laughs> Han Solo, but the Force Awakens era, Han Solo. Oh. Oh, Han, Han Solo. That's right, yeah. Um, Han Solo. Han Solo. <laughs> I'd take him up London. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take him up London, but I'm not going South London to take him to some Nigerian food. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, mate, do you know what? I'd meet up with him, John Boyega. Go Notting Hill Carnival, Mate. get some Caribbean food, yep. and he'll love it. He'll be like, yeah, this is exactly what I've wanted all my life. <laughs> yeah. like, yes, mate, Chewy and we know. Gave this to me. I never knew London was this good. <laughs> it is, mate. It gets better. <laughs> Two more. First one, Watto. Oh, uh, Nubian. Uh. <laughs> I'll take him to um, the Fiat dealership. <laughs> Because uh, I'll be like, I'll be like, look at this. Uh, it's a cinquecento. Like, oh, cinquecento. Eh? Oh. I'll be like, yes. And we call it a 500. <laughs> Fiat 500. And then it would be like, oh, Fiat. <laughs> and um, actually, it was all a ruse, though, because uh, Jessup was there. And Jessup goes and does a left one, then a quick right one, <laughs> then, a, then an undercut. Yep. And gets a glass quickly, drink over it. 
Jessa. Jessa. Finally, Padme Amidala from uh, An Attack of the Clones era. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the film? What's the film? Oh right, okay, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Shuffling a pregnant woman around. Okay, right, fair enough. Thank you for the clarification. Anakin would um, come after you. Yeah, I think he would. I would take her to. Um, uh, uh, yeah, take her to the Kinder Shop. <laughs> um, no, do you know what? Probably big load of us again. Sessions crew go yep. for a bike ride hmm. on the uh, South Bank. Of nice, the Thames nice, on London. Be like, come on, Padme. Like... And then she'll just keep going on about politics. And then we'll just chuck her in the Thames. Yeah, the House of Parliament's over there. Go on. Yeah, go on. So, Clear off. How Liberty dies with yeah, a splash in the we Thames. We don't do politics on the <laughs> sessions, all right? <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, we should know the rules. Last one then, Palpatine. Palps? But like Return of the Jedi, Palpatine. Flaming egg. Last one. Where would I take Palps? Clacton. <laughs> 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 take him to the uh, the rides. <laughs> take him up Jaywick. Yeah, that's it. Take him up Jaywick. Leave him there. Then just see what happens. Yeah, that he, he wishes back on Exegol then or being thrown down a reactor Yeah, shop, that's so. it, mate. That Here is we it. Go. So that was the socially distant sessions. Luke on the spot in like our it, impromptu man. game. Yeah, it's a naughty We one. could have gone on for hours then, but unfortunately, guys, that is that. Yeah. For this episode of Star Wars Sessions, the Galactic News Round. But that is, uh, but the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? You can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. That is our spicy website. You can find us on Twitter at Star Wars Session with no S at the end. You can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions. Or feel free to drop us a cheeky voice note or message to our email address, sws at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. And if you want to consider supporting the show further, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. And we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, you'll find us there. And if you do love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcasts. It's awesome. We're on there. So drop us a review uh, and it helps us more than you know. And we always say every week, we love hearing from you guys. So guys, once again, thank you. And if you're listening on an Apple device leave a review guys takes a yeah, second night like my missus did it the other day she ain't done it on her ipad yet she was like yeah let me do this it took like a few seconds like quality um go. yeah <clears throat> sorry i've broken broken <laughs> habit just there right okay uh, and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your ebook tell lando tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier tell kira on dathomia that is the podcast that you're looking for but until next time from me, see ya, and from Luke, may the force be with you, always. Luke! Luke! It's common truth. They are Essex-based podcast heroes.
Only a Sith deals in absolutes. I will do what I must. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>